Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, a local metalhead. And with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And welcome to part two of Par's Month, Month of, of Horror. Terror. Month of Terror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody says horror, dude. I, 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 like I know. I, I For some reason, my stupid brain wants to go to horror. So this time, it's It Follows. Yeah, uh, this one was a, a more modern movie, I would say. Yeah, it came out in 2014. Director and writer, David Robert Mitchell. So... I got to get this out of the way. Like, this is all I kept thinking the whole time I watched this movie. Like, I know exactly what you're going to say. It's like a thing for AIDS, right? Like, okay. All right, like, I mean, it's not, but that's like... But it, that's like the vibe I got off this whole movie. Yeah, you can't watch like, it without thinking that. It's like, I was just like, is this guy just taking a subliminal shot at AIDS? Like, you know, or HPV or something? Like, <laughs> It very much feels like a, a, a movie made about, like, STDs. Yeah, because, I mean, I think with the whole, you had to get it from fucking... I think that's what did it. So me. there's more of like a deeper meaning right, that I yeah. got from it third time around. So this is the movie that like when it came out, people would not stop talking about it. So it's one of the best modern horror movies. Yeah. This and the conjuring were the one, well, obviously evil dead, but mm-hmm. uh, these were the ones that I was actually like kind of interested in. Right. Just in general. Cause I was like, Oh, I heard a lot about it. Yeah, I exactly. Saw it, you know? So eventually I saw it somewhere for like, five dollars dvd so i was like i'll pick it up and watch it that's usually how i do things i watched it and i liked it but i didn't know why you know what i mean right i didn't find it super scary it was very like i was just about to say atmosphere it it had a couple jumps yeah you know what i mean but uh not overall like i just kept thinking like you know this movie could be made into like a a scary movie like a spoof Mm -hmm. so easily just because like She's like, if you have sex with me, uh, uh, something's going to come after you. I don't give a fuck. I'm be that <laughs> pussy girl. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the average dude's not going to give a fuck. Right. Like, yeah, I'll still hit it with that. So What's that following you? Ah, fuck this one dirty bitch. Now this shit don't leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, bro. It keeps trying to tug on my fucking hair. It's weird. It's, like... it's just a mild inconvenience. It's not even trying <laughs> to kill you. Like... She got away from it every time. Like I was just like, you know, this really isn't like a life or death thing. Like she keeps freaking the fuck out, like packing up her family and shit. I'm just like, it's really not that big a deal. Like, just, right? You're carrying like a cup of water and it just knocks it out of your hand. You got to leave a couple <laughs> minutes early for school and work because it's got to catch up to you. <laughs> as long as you made sure it followed you to wherever you were at, and like you literally just went out the back door as soon as it came in, you got a good. 30 45 minutes like you could get most of your errands done (laughs) like like i said like that's what uh so uh, so what did you think about this movie uh obviously i wasn't terrified like i said there was a couple good uh little jump scares um there's a couple of times that like freaked me out i like the premise overall i thought that it was something different you know what i mean and uh remember when i said that i thought this might have michael shannon in it Mm -hmm. i remember the name of that movie it's called bug Oh, it's the same thing. Like he gets like a girl and he gets like a parasite or whatever and they have sex and then like they're both infected. But he's like, I'm going to save you. But he he just kind of like goes crazy. Mm, I, interesting. I don't know. I never watched all of it, but like that's the gist of it that I remember. I see. I saw it today. I almost bought it, but I got uh, one of the other movies I got in here instead. Yeah. It was a hard choice. But hard choice. I made it. You could have got both for a quarter. No, they weren't a quarter. These were fifty cent. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I went hard on the on the vintage comics again. Did you? I kept finding them for a dollar a piece, bro. Good one. I'm a sucker. Yeah, dude. Fucking Silver Age shit. Like, damn. 
I got uh, the Iron Man issue where he's like all strung out on alcohol. It's like mm-hmm. him with a bottle. He's got no helmet on. I was like, I wish I knew more about comics so we could have like a deeper conversation about it. But I just don't know anything. Well, a couple of the guys that I'm friends with on TikTok, they they were like, "Oh my god, bro, you got some good issues there and stuff." So I, I was happy about it. And like I said, for a dollar a piece, I th- I bought them just for the covers. They were I thought like, you know, because I look through a lot of shit. And I've seen a lot of people get comic book hauls and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'll remember certain covers. Like, I can't remember if they're important or worth a lot of money, but I just like the cover. Yeah. So I'll get it for a buck. Oh, I see. So. That's how I used to do with metal CDs back in the day. I'd be like, oh, it's a cool cover. I'd buy it. Listen to it. Beast of shit. But I was about to say, that's very misleading, man. Uh, not just in metal, but in any form of music. Oh, yeah. Album covers are deceiving as a bitch. Dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll be like, oh, this has got to be great. It's fucking terrible music. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's the thing. You can hire great artists to cover your, to put the cover on your music, but it doesn't relate to the music right it's very few times but there are some times where it's like god the 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 cover of the album just matches the music so well like the first one that comes to mind is vital remains um de-christianize the album cover matches the music so perfectly in my opinion so it follows right what is this movie about okay so uh it starts off it's just uh you know actually it's like a chick running like she's just running in circles and you think she's just like lost her shit right and her dad's like what are you doing like what are you doing like, mm-hmm. she gets in her car she goes out in the middle of nowhere and she calls her parents and she's like i'm really sorry about all the things i've done and i love y'all and just know that i really love y'all and then the, it sorry cut, for being such a bitch and then it cuts and the old girl's laying there all fucking mangled up and yeah, her leg folded is, up like a pretzel. Her legs doing the Joe Theismann. <laughs> it's almost a, a U, mm-hmm. you know? Um, So that's the opening of the movie. So at first you're like, oh, shit, what's that all about? You know, and then it cuts to a different girl. She's like a blonde girl, right? Like, yeah. They're kind of similar, but not, you know? Right. And she's just chilling in the pool and. Her sister comes and she's like, hey, we're going to watch a movie. Um, I really thought it was cool how, like, you could tell this movie was in the modern, you know, times, like, you know, in the 2010s and stuff. Right. Because old girls got a little, I've never seen a Kindle like that. Like, hers look almost like a, like a pocket mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she could read books on it. Like, I thought that was crazy. Like, I've never seen one that small and compact. I, I haven't either. That was pretty cool, though. Yeah. So, like, it lets you know, like, it's modern. But, like, and also the movies they watch. Are all like black and white, like movies from the fifties. Like mm. I just thought, but that was also really there's cool. a lot of there's a lot of hints, like uh, the the setting, right? Is just very like feels older than it is, right? That's what I said. It's kind of weird. It's like a, it's just kind of like a time paradox. Like you, it, well, that's I. If I'm not mistaken, I feel like the director said he did that on purpose. Right. He was kind of mixing um, time era things. I so, know. So, so you don't really know what right. time of what time period it is right because i mean obviously they have cell phones the cars are modern you know but the, even the house they stay in looks like it's in the 80s yeah yeah you know, and the like, furniture that's in there just looks old as fuck yeah, like you like, grew up with i either gathered that they didn't have a lot of money or like you know like you said but you notice that like horror movies do that a lot like they do that to throw you off i think well he after watching us the third time i tried to pay attention to everything outside of the monster to see what he's trying to do. And I think I finally came to a good conclusion. So the, what you're describing plays into it. And when we get into it, I'll talk more into okay. it about it. 
So, uh, yeah, she uh, she's like, I got a date. I really like him. She's like, I like him too, you know. Uh, you know, we'll see what goes on. We're supposed to go to the movies. And even the dress she wears on the date is like a throwback, mm-hmm. you know. It's like a 70s, like Carrie type shit. Right. Like it makes you think of like a girl from a horror movie. She goes to the movies and it's an old timey movie theater, right. which I thought was badass too. Cause like I've never lived, I mean, we live in a, like a smaller town, not like a tiny town, but I've always wanted to live in a, in a movie place where a movie theater was like super old, like from the seventies or it's cool in theory. I'll say that. Right, we, it's not practical. When I went to Chicago, they have like a little rinky-dink hole in the wall theater, and I went. Mm. we went to watch The Lion King. And I'm just like, I love the setting and the atmosphere, but to actually sit and watch a movie, it's a little inconvenient. And plus, you have like little uh, uh, little things that you're like, mm, you probably fix that. Like, I went to the bathroom, and, you know, as a male, we have the urinals. Well, the bottom urinal was leaking, so instead of fixing it, though... They just put a bucket under there. So all these dudes just like piss and shit are just leaking into this bucket that's just sitting there. Mm. And I'm just like, this is pretty nasty. That's part of the disgusting. experience, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. hundred percent. I felt like I was in a movie. It's very chic. So it, 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 it adds to the atmosphere. But like you said, practically, it's really uncomfortable. Well, even when I worked at Muggs, I mean, that building was falling apart. You know, it had been open for as long as I could remember. Right. And my dad was like, yeah, man, I'm pretty sure that place has been around since i was in like you know my 30s <laughs> they never updated it right and like that's the thing you know they make enough money to pay the people and to, to make a little bit of profit because at one point they had what four of them in around central florida yeah they, i think they so. there one was in, one in plant city one in lakeland and then and then i think they had one in like either bartow or mulberry something like that but, yeah. or winter haven but anyways now they we had have a bunch none. of them now we have none exactly and that's because <laughs> You know, you have these other places that they charge you more, but you're sitting in reclining lazy boy seats, mm-hmm. state of the art surround sound, digital. Mo- you know, it's fucking vibrating seats, dude. It, it literally looks like you're you're in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and while it is cool that places like mugs, you could get food, and you know, you got to sit in, and like you said, it's it's about the experience, you know, because you would sit in those cool. You know, swivel chairs and, you know, it wasn't traditional like you had a table and I don't know, like it made it made it cool. Like in the other theater, we had rocking chairs, mm-hmm. you know, so I mean, there was there was different things about it that people loved. But I know it'd be cool to open like a retro movie theater where we played like older movies, kind of like stuff that we do on the podcast. That is like my dream of fucking dreams, bro. We don't play new movies. We only play it only has the to hits, be at least, baby. Yeah. Only the hits. That's what I'm saying. It has dude. to be at least 10 years older or older. If I ever like got big doing anything, or if I hit the lottery, that that I would buy mugs of movies because it's just sitting there. Yeah, I would buy that bitch, remodel the fuck out of it, and it would just be pars, <laughs> pars, uh, you know, like retro three or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> and I would show Goodfellas every Sunday, like you, every Sunday without a doubt. <laughs> every Sunday, Goodfellas. Every Sunday at seven mm-hmm. shop. But yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the movie theater's cool. They're going in there, sitting there, and they're playing this game. Like, you yeah, could be anybody. She, she made it up, which is actually pretty cool. Uh, I might do that with me next time me and the wife are just out doing shit. Yeah. Just like trade with somebody. But yeah, you just pick somebody in the crowd that you would trade places with. And uh, another person has to figure out who it is. Right. And he's like, all right, I figured it out. And she's like, who are, you sh- who are you talking about? He's like, the girl in the yellow dress. Yeah. And she's like, what girl in the yellow dress? And he looks again and he gets all worried face. And he's like, let's go. 
Mm-hmm. She's like, did I say something that bothered you? The your gang? girlfriend's there? Ex-girlfriend there? He's like, no, nah, I just like being outside. He's, or he's know. like, I feel sick. I felt sick. I just had to go. I just like being outside more. So they go and they get something to eat. And they're laying there and he takes her out to the water and they're laying on a blanket and they start making out. And then she's like, let's go to the car. And, uh, you know, adult things happen. And uh, she's like laying there in the aftermath of it, you know. She's talking. She's talking about the experience of having sex for the first time or whatever. And how when she was younger, she used to imagine going on dates and uh, riding in cars with her friends. And then he just chloroforms her ass. <laughs> Super sketch. But I feel the 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 little speech she's giving plays into the movie and what yeah. it's trying to say. So that's the reason I tried to mention it. So yeah, he chloroforms or ties her to a fucking wheelchair, uh, wheel, wheelie chair. <laughs> Takes her to like an abandoned building or whatever. It's right. near where they were at. I'm assuming. I guess. Yeah. Cause their car is parked in the same spot when mm-hmm. he goes back. And he's like, I'm only doing this to show you what's real. And fucking Nate. that was, I ain't gonna lie. That was the creepiest part of the whole movie. Yeah. 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 Um, Could you imagine just, being tied up and someone is just coming at you and you don't know why what can't do anything so so fucking uneasy really was and uh but yeah like it it was just so yeah he uh he shows her that it's real and then drops her off at her house she's still fucking bonded and uh drives away of course they call the cops Mm -hmm. he's that wasn't his real name the house he was staying at was abandoned (laughs) right um Eventually, they found a picture of him with a letterman on from high school or a girl he's with has a letterman on in high school. They go to the high school. They look at the yearbook. They find out who he is. They track him down, which is <laughs> the crazy thing. And his mom's just like, do you and your friends want to come in? And they're like, it's a real dick move, bro. Why would you do this to our friend? And he's just like, I'm sorry. Somebody did it to me. Just, just fuck somebody else. Like, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just get rid of get your girl. It's no problem. Just. Mm-hmm. They're like, how did you get it? He's like, some bitch in a bar. Like, I don't even know her name. Like, I don't even know what she looks like. Right. <laughs> Which, why I said, why I thought it played into, like, you know, STDs and stuff. Because it's just like, she, for her, it was so special. You know what I'm going to lie? I, I, I wasn't even going to say this, but I am going to say it now. I got more scared at watching the movie Kids than I did at watching this fucking movie. Oh, yeah? Because at least they didn't tiptoe around the AIDS conversation. Okay, fine. We'll talk. We'll talk about... Like what I think it means. So like you said, everything feels really old. It feels like shit we grew up with. Right. It's trying to get you in that mindset of being younger. Mm-hmm. It's trying to get you into that uh, nostalgia feeling of when you were young. Yeah. There's a time in everyone's life when they're a kid and then in their young adult life, they have sex and it's almost like your passage into adulthood. Right. Right. But along with all that sex, there comes emotional baggage. Right. Like you have, you've had sex with, you know, a few people. I've had sex with a few people and you have all this like emotional baggage from those past relationships. Like no matter how hard you try to get away from it, it's always going to be there with you. Right. And then you have sex with somebody else. It's almost like they're inheriting your emotional baggage. Well, that's what I was going to say. I thought the underlying message of it was, is, you know, 
every person you've had sex with, you've had per- sex with every person they've had sex with too. Exactly. And that's why I thought it was kind of hammering like the, the STD thing, you know what I'm saying? Because like, yes, emotionally you hold on, like you, mm-hmm. you know, some people sex means a lot. Right. Like, you know, like they have love for somebody. Like that's the way that they connect mm-hmm. with somebody. Right. You know, and then some people could go to a bar and after a couple, couple drinks, like, Hey, just, you want to go back and have some fun? So sex means a lot to different things. And I think that that, that was a part of it was yeah. him saying like, oh, you know, it meant so much to her. But like, look at what happened to her. You know, I, I don't know. But that's that's what I got out of it. Was, right. And then also, like. When you're a kid, you have sex, you enter adulthood and then you realize you're on your way to like death. Death is something where none of us are going to escape. It's something that's always going to be with you. So that's why I think it shows like the older people. Like she showed the older lady that was chasing her. Mm. Like I felt like she represented death. And the thought of death is always there. It's always quote unquote following you. I ain't gonna lie. I thought like the third act would be like the real, like the reason, the, the, why it started. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 The person zero. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that's where it was gonna go, but it it didn't go that way. Yeah. Uh, the guy, the boy across the street, who I ain't gonna lie, the whole time he was there, I was like, he, he he's just trying to help so he can smash. Yeah. Because the little friend, the sister's friend, like he loved her to death, and she wouldn't give him the time of day until it was too late, or she thought it was too late. Um. But also there was that um, the guy was like, just give it to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes sex is kind of mean meaningless, right? Like it's just something that you do. And well, you know. he's like, he's like, I want to help you. He's like, and I'm not afraid, you know. And she, you know, like right, exactly. Deal. Like he had feelings for her, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like the other boy. The other boy loved her, right? You know, so you know he did. And at first, you know, he's like, I'm not calling you crazy. I still believe you because I feel like well, men- he didn't see it. Like the other ones did, like yeah, her yeah. sister and the sister and the friends. Right. You know, they saw her get yanked out of that beach chair by her hair, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. We could have got some more of that. Um, I didn't really like how they kept changing the person coming after her. Well, that's what it that's why I was saying it represents the emotional baggage it, from further rela- past relationships. Right. And the one that ties all this what i was saying together is when she was in the pool they finally figured out how to like try to get rid of the monster is going into a pool with a bunch of electronics to electrocute it to death or whatever but who was the guy that was following her it was that uh uh, that was her father yeah because in the beginning of the movie you've seen pictures of him with her around her bedroom Right. And then they were like, what do you see? And she's like, I don't want to say. So something happened with her father that affected her emotionally. I don't know if he molested her, but if he did, she that's wouldn't have the pictures. It, he he might have he might have abandoned her. You know, we don't know what happened, but he was a part of her emotionally that she's struggling with. So that's why like the different people are the different the different things chasing you are different people in your life that are always like in the back of your head. You know, sometimes you're going through life and just like someone from your past pops up in your mind and you're like, I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but you know, like deja vu kind of, yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you'll see something or hear something like hear a song. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like, oh, we're dating. You know, right. Type of deal. 
like shit so-and-so that reminds me of so-and-so and And then you start back to this you know yeah exactly so that's that's kind of what i got from it so but yeah i did i like i I guess that was cool i didn't really put that i didn't think about it like that but uh oh i didn't either this is the third time and i finally just thought about it this way no i meant as far as like i didn't like the fact that it kept changing the character but it makes more sense yeah yeah, yeah. when when you think about it yeah i didn't understand it either i'm like why does it keep changing the people but when i realized it was the dad i was like oh these are different people from your past that are chasing you right right well i just thought it was people that it had killed yeah yeah, and then like they kind of got thrown into the mix true yeah it's just taking that are right that makes sense it just takes because he said sometimes it's people you love sometimes it's strangers Mm -hmm. you know but it's always going to be coming directly well that makes sense too because you i'm sure we've all had moments in our life where we've inconvenienced somebody or somebody else has inconvenienced us we don't know this person but they'll pop up in our head too yeah yeah that's true but um so she's, uh, they go out to the, the guy across the street, his family's got like a cabin yeah. out in the woods, you know, near the beach or of whatever. Of course, there's always a cabin in the woods. Always, dude. <laughs> I started to think like horror movies, like you just need a cabin in there somewhere. Guys. I know, right? You got a good idea, but we need a cabin in there. <laughs> this movie can't take place in the city, are you crazy? It's kind of like the, uh, whenever Kevin Smith was talking to the, about Superman, he's like, there's got to be a spider. <laughs> I love that though. <laughs> what is this guy in the fucking spider? Oh, the spiders. <laughs> he, he taught you about the spiders. <laughs> Same thing with horror writers. You gotta have a cabin in there. It's a fucking cabin. This movie takes place in space. Where are we gonna put the cabin, guys? Come on now. They worked a cabin into Jason X. Bro. Yeah, they did. That's that's true filmmaking right yeah. there jason x is amazing i love that movie i don't give a fuck i'll fist fight somebody over that movie right man. that's yeah. how stupidly great that movie is mm-hmm. man. it's up there with like napoleon dynamite for me yeah. like just stupid hilarious good shit i watched it like a few months ago and i i hadn't seen it in so long and i was just dying laughing i'm like this is amazing it makes me think is there any other horror character that you would like to see a space movie with them in it all of them I don't know. Some of them, I don't feel like it would work too well. Like Leatherface in space doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, an inbred Texan in space. Like, where are we going with that? Yeah. Um, Somebody like Myers, let let him loose on International Space Station. That could be a good movie. I could watch that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, you know, maybe Kruger. Astronaut's Dreams. I don't know. You know, maybe. Kruger versus Aliens. Oh, now that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. He enters the Aliens Dreams. (laughs) Xenomorphs have dreams, apparently, bitch. <laughs> that would be dope. That would be dope. But uh, so, so they go to the cabin. They go to the cabin slash beach house, and uh, it takes the shape of her friend that's in the water, which is pretty crazy. And they didn't seem to notice that the girl's talking to them, and then the other girl's just walking directly towards them. Mm-hmm. And um, she's the only one that could see it. Right. You know, and the friends are like, don't notice anything because they don't know what they're looking for. And then uh, it yanks her out of the chair by her hair. And he hits the ghost with a fucking lawn chair, which, <laughs> while valiant, how? <laughs> like, And then the demon turns around and bitch slaps him like 50 feet, like a little like a comic book movie. He just threw his ass across the <laughs> beach. Friend in the water is like running out. She runs to the shed where they have a gun. She shoots the ghost in the shoulder. It starts bleeding. I, I didn't get that. Like, 
certain things about it just kind of bothered me. Yeah, you got to let it let, let the movie let it bend its logic a little. <laughs> a lot. Like, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Because and, in the pool, he gets shot in the head and yeah, it, like dies. Yeah, a lot of blood. <laughs> Between that and the electricity. That's how you kill ghosts, ladies and gentlemen. Electricity and guns. In the head. Like a zombie. Like a zombie. Yeah, <laughs> shoot that some bitch right in the forehead. Uh, yeah, that, 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 the, the whole build up and then at the end with the whole pushing the stuff into the pool. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to put her in the pool as bait, wouldn't you keep her towards the edge of the fucking pool? So you could just yank her out whenever you start pushing the electrical. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like what if the, 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 the ghost gets in there, she's like, it's in the pool. Start throwing like, wait, let me get out first. (laughs) Yeah. Cause like, I don't know if it's because of the amount of water. Or the smallness of the appliance. Yeah. Maybe the voltage wouldn't be enough to kill you. Maybe. But I'm pretty sure when electricity hits water, anything that the water is touching is going to be fucked up. Right. So whether she's here at the kitty end or down at the 12 foot end where she was in the movie, she's going to be fucked up, right? Yeah. All right. I just wanted to make sure science was still a thing. Yeah. Right. Okay. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to work or how they think this is going to work. But, but somehow uh, they got the ghost in there and they keep kicking and then the ghost starts throwing shit in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was pretty crazy. It's a show because he says it's slow, but it's not dumb. Right. In the beginning of the movie. Right. Yeah. Which leads back to the whole just a minor inconvenience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the ghost is like not that pissed off. <laughs> like, uh, it's not a bad gig. I mean, yeah, I got to fucking follow these kids everywhere. But like, you know, it's not the worst. It's a good living. I got to kill every once in a while when right. they get lazy. They get tired of checking their phones and see if I'm around. But, uh, yeah. Gives meaning to my life. <laughs> my afterlife. My afterlife, yeah. yeah. My unfinished business. It doesn't have to be finished, but I guess, like, you know, it's in the paperwork. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, they get her out of the pool and then she shoots the ghost in the head, which is mm-hmm. her dad. Her and the little nerdy friend, uh, they, they end up having sex, which... I guess, like, was she, like, uh, just doing that to see if it worked? Or she just, like, now she loves him? Now you realize she loves him? I guess. I'm not really sure why they had sex, but, you know. And the movie just kind of goes, like, now they're together, and now they're looking for ghosts together. (laughs) Pretty much the gist I got off of it. Yeah. Oh, it did kill the boy across the street. Right. It looked like his mother, which was weird. That raped him to death. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty weird. That was weird. But like I doing, said, Mom? It, it plays into the whole like emotional right. shit that you're dealing with. Like apparently everybody in the suburbs was getting touched. Yeah. I mean, didn't they? I I didn't. I didn't either. So, but not, you know, talk to somebody if you did. Right. <laughs> exactly. But I, uh, but at the end of the movie, when they're walking on the sidewalk, you seen the person in the very back. Yeah. Yeah. So it is it following them? Is it following them yeah. still? But well, that's the thing is it's always going to be there. Yeah, because he's like, I liked you too. He's like, why'd you fuck him? Like, I would have loved to have had this thing follow me. Because <laughs> like he didn't give a shit. Like he was down for the cause. Yeah, because I I thought the same thing the first time I watched it. I'm like, oh, it's zombie AIDS or zombie herpes or whatever, right. and you just have to pass it along. But then I'm like, there's got to be more to this movie than just that. So. I'm sorry, I, I was but trying like, to watch it. Would they go confront Jeff, the guy that gives it to her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just like have a heart to heart little powwow in the backyard. Like 
he just explains a couple more things and then they're just leave like we're gonna beat the shit out of this guy right like he's getting the fucking beats he didn't he didn't rape her it was all consensual so yeah well yeah you kind of should have mentioned hey by the way my dick has a demon in it yeah 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 you know it's kind of like having sex with someone and be like oh yeah i have herpes yeah like that's why i thought it nailed home the whole std thing that's true Yeah, you just, sorry, I just gave you AIDS, like, full-blown. <laughs> My bad. Sorry about that. <laughs> That'll ruin your week. Right. Like, yeah, that guy should have definitely been fed some fucking fists. I but, think so, too. Um, yeah, maybe they did, they just didn't show, but I doubt it. It's not the vibe I got off of this crew. <laughs> but I did, um, but, like, if the demon does get to you, it goes back to the previous person to kill them, and then it goes back down to the line. But then... Isn't there like a patient zero, like you said? That's what I'm saying, though. You know, like eventually. Where does this end? I'm about to say, do they just keep going until they get to the person that killed them, mm-hmm. or or whatever? Right. You know what I mean, yeah, that wasn't really explained. But I think it's a deeper movie than that, than just the demon following you. I think it's a a testament to the emotions that follow us in our life. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I didn't think it was a bad movie. No, uh, I didn't some, think it was the scariest movie. No, it's it's to me, it's more of a thriller. I would think more than a horror. Yeah, stri- that's why I was, horror movie. That's why this one was the quote unquote suspense horror. Right. Um, I thought you were gonna hate this one because you always mention how you like we're always scared about sex and getting something from someone mm. and i was like well this is right up his alley well that's why i said the movie kids scared me way more because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like fucking real life like you know i haven't I mean? seen that one but oh dude if i ever find that bitch on dvd i'm gonna get it for you I, i've heard of it i just haven't watched it it's a fucked up movie yeah that's that's what i hear yeah so uh but uh what'd you think of it follows one out of ten one well, i said one through ten oh uh, out of the par scale Give it a six one. Six Give one. it a six one. <laughs> six one. Yeah. I recommend this on a like another level. Like if you can look deeper into it and what the director is trying to say, it's a really, really interesting look at us as humans and the emotions yeah. we deal with and the stuff that does follow us. But for the emotionally, casual but for the casual horror fan. No, nah, I don't think they're gonna they're, get much out of like it. it. Yeah. No. Um, I do a, like, like I said, not a bad movie, not a bad watch, but not something that I would like go back for. I watched it know? three times and I think I'm good now. I don't know. I kind of like the, the new vision I have on the movie. So I might go back and watch it again. Who knows? Yeah. It might be one of those things, you know, you revisit it every once in a while. Yeah. Probably find something a little extra to get out of it. Right. Cause he did add a lot of like, like you were talking about, like the scenery, like you don't really know what time period it is, but like I said, he's trying to get that nostalgia feeling from when you were a kid. Yeah, when you explained that, it made him. It made me. It, it did think that like that because like that's what they're going for. Like you go back to like your first date or mm-hmm. your first this or serious girlfriend, and like you know. And then you have sex, and then like it just everything right. kind of changes in your life. That's true. It does because you kind of feel like you are an adult at that point. Yep. Even though you have nowhere fucking close. Not but, even close. But in your mind, you're like shit. Only thing I'm got to do is pay taxes right yeah mm-hmm. get a job just like my dad so uh, right but yeah next on the list is black coat's daughter you said this is like you said this is a a weird one right like, this is very weird it's an atmosphere atmospheric horror movie um but and it's a slow i'm gonna tell you that it's slow but kind of like uh what's that movie mandy 
Mm-hmm. You know, it was really slow in the beginning and then it kind of like picks up. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing. Okay. Once it picks up, you were like, oh shit. So. All right. I'm, I watched it. My brother recommended it to me and I watched it. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? And then finally I understand what it was doing. I was like, oh shit, I really like this movie a lot. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I like that it, that each one's been different. So mm-hmm. it's a different version, a different uh, genre of horror. Yeah, I like that. So yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. So uh, we were gonna show each other what we got, right? Yeah, our little pickups. Yeah, I got a little DVD haul. You can go first. All right. You want to give me the assist here? (laughs) Are we doing it live? (laughs) Well, not live, but I was going to do the TikTok of showing everybody. Because I left this out of the haul I got today that I made for TikTok just for this purpose. Oh, wait. Damn. Glad I thought of that. Let me see that. I don't want to put this on mine. You could just record a video and then put it up wherever. Yeah, but I've noticed that when you record it on one and then transfer it to another or like re-upload it. It's like shit. Like, it looks like shit. Like, I had to delete the one I did off mine and then put on ours. Yeah. I had to redo it because the one I picked, it, like, froze on my face like this, <laughs> and I look like a fucking idiot. So, yeah. Here we go. That's better. That's what I wanted. There we go. All right. Just kind of give me a nod whenever you get going. <laughs> so this is the movie we did on War with Cinema today. The podcast we did, It Follows, which, like I said, listen to the episode. You'll see what we did. But this was my mail call movie, Doug. I got uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League nice. on Blu-ray. I didn't get the steel book, and I knew you were like, why didn't you get the steel book? But it was $10 more, and I'm a cheap ass. Yeah. I got Platoon today for a dollar. Nice. That's a good movie. And I got Dunkirk for 50 Cent and Street Fighter, dude. <laughs> Had to. Nothing but war movies today. Yeah, Even that, Street yeah. Fighter, technically. There's a theme. There is a theme. But that's <laughs> what I wanted to show. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm surprised you got Dunkirk for 50 Cent. They really didn't want that movie, Dude, huh? it, it's like the double disc special edition. Like It's got the special features DVD in there, too. Oh, nice. I, I have it. I still haven't watched it yet. I Dude, need to sit down and watch exactly it. It's exactly what it is. Like it's got a great cast and all that shit. And I'm just like, man, I've just have don't have any, yeah. you know, because mo- war movies to me are just kind of like drug the fuck out. Right. I was thinking that too when I was watching Predator last night with the wife. I'm like, as much as I love Predator, this war shit is kind of. You never watch a quick war movie. Nah. Like the the quickest war movie I can think of is like probably lone survivor or fury and that's still two hours right you know what i mean yeah i tried watching i got through apocalypse now and (sighs) it's like i love it it's beautiful shot beautifully shot it's like a godfather of war movies it's like three hours it is yeah why and i have the the redux so it's even longer just like damn it francis you just pretty much have like uh marlon brando blabbering nonsense for 45 minutes yeah Pretty much the only difference I got I gathered from the movie. But <laughs> so I got so a what'd few. You get? I got a few. I uh first one, Promising Young Woman. I heard about that. Heard about it? It's really good. I'm gonna put it on the podcast eventually and we'll talk about it. It's really, really good. I love her. Char- Charlie. 
Mm-hmm. Charlize. It's it's a really good revenge movie. Um, this one, Neon Demon. I'm sure some people saw it posted on the Instagram. It's a cool cover. Yeah. So I actually have a plan for this one. So we're getting through horror, mm. the month of horror, and then we have the November Greg's month, month of horror. Month of horror. In December, we decided we're going to do some Christmas movies. Yes. <clears throat> I'm so excited about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. But in 2022, I'm going to kick off the year with a uh, an Obsession trilogy. Three movies. All right. Cool. And since I lifted the already seen ban, I'm going to give you something you've already seen. Right. But we're going to do Whiplash, mm. Black Swan, and then I'm going to finish it off with Neon Demon. My wife loved Black Swan. Yeah, it's really good. She I love it a lot. It. Darren Aronofsky. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> love the wrestler. That was good. So, yeah, we're going to do Neon Demon in 2022, and I'm fucking excited. I watched that on a whim, and I fell in love with that movie. So good. Remember that movie Stalker that you love to shit on so much? Yeah. That director, I bought two more of his movies. He made two more movies? He made 12 movies. Why? Um, Solaris and uh, Ivan's Childhood. What do they run, about three hours, four hours Android Andrei Tarkovsky. Um, yeah, probably, yeah. A lot of visual porn. Probably. Yeah. I'm telling you, that guy and the guy that made the Revenant, like they hang out. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to get more into his uh filmography. I've only seen Stalker, so I'm excited to get into these. Probably won't put them on the podcast because I probably won't want to torture you like that. But they're gonna If be- they're good, like actually good, not like stalk like not like what you like about Stalker and them. Like if if they're like actually movies that you think I would have an interest in. Let me put it this way: they said Stalker's the easiest one to get into of his. Oh yeah, fuck, absolutely not, (laughs) absolutely not. I've never told you no, but no, no, fuck no, fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I've been pulling the trigger on buying his movies up. I'm gonna. I ain't gonna lie, man. I haven't had that hard of a time getting through a movie. Period. And God knows how long, dude. Like that shit was tough. Dude, and just to think his other movies are even harder to get through or longer or like, longer and harder. Just I, I feel know. like like that's torturing people. At that no, point. I think it's it's art. I think the way he does movies is art. Is like I, I feel like you have like different. We were talking about it not too long ago. You have movies, you have films. And then I think there's a third option where you have like art films. Yeah. And that's where this guy lies. And that's. That's where I'm trying to dip my toe into a little bit more. I'm trying to think of a movie that's kind of like that, but I still enjoy it. 2001 A Space Odyssey? I don't enjoy that movie. <laughs> um, that's the most like well-known art right. movie. I've heard people say The Wall, you know, and stuff like that, but like... Yeah. I don't know. It's just not your cup of tea. Maybe not. Yeah. yeah just not your thing. But maybe, it's maybe, my thing, so I want to check it out. Yeah, maybe one day we'll find one for me. Yeah. Did you, you told me you watched the, uh, the gang, what is it? The gangs of Newark? Oh, the, the many saints of Newark. The many saints of Newark. Did you like it? Do you enjoy it? I did, but I could see why a lot of people didn't. Yeah. Um, unless you're like a diehard Sopranos guy, all the little Easter eggs, the little references, like that's for them. So outside of that, I don't see why anybody would go see that. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't do anything for mob movies that was just like, whoa, this is That's was what I was kind of wondering. You don't think it could be, like, a standalone movie? Like, if you've never seen The Sopranos, could someone go and watch this movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And enjoy it? Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. 
Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it is just like, I mean, that's the thing about it. Like, if you take the Sopranos element out of it, like, it really is just a bland-ass mob movie. Right. So, like I said, if that's your kind of thing, if you love mob movies, like, it doesn't matter, then, yeah, you'll still enjoy it. But, yeah, so like, I'll probably like it. Yeah, I mean, it's got good dialogue. Uh, Dickie Moltisanti, who the movie is about, Chris's mm-hmm. dad from the Sopranos. Right. He did a great job. He did a fantastic job. Uh he carried the movie, in my opinion. Had a lot of big time like uh cameos and stuff, but nobody that really knocked it out of the park. Like Ray Liotta did okay. I heard uh, Joey Diaz was in it. Yeah, Coco, he's not in it much. Oh, I see. Um, I always wondered why he wasn't in more like mob movies. Well, like supposedly he was in he got he he almost got hired for a bunch of them. Yeah. But like either he wasn't this or he didn't do that or... for for some reason he started showing up on like joe rogan and i'm like i know this guy from movies like i swore he was in these movies but yeah. he wasn't longest yard <laughs> yeah yeah the movies that you think you remember him from and what you actually remember him from. exactly but uh yeah he said that he was getting all these uh getting all these like um tryouts and stuff for mob guys and stuff because he's he's cuban Mm-hmm. But he looks Italian. He does. And he's from Brooklyn, so like he sounds He sounds Italian. He sounds Italian. Well, yeah. he just sounds New York. Right, right, you know, right. Like he's from New York, which everybody thinks sounds like a mobster. Mm-hmm. But uh he said that he still made a lot of friends from people that were in Sopranos, and then when they were making this, they were like, Hey, we're finally gonna get you in. Like, we're finally gonna get you in this. <laughs> finally. Well, um, I feel like they misused the shit out of John Barenthal. Like, he played Tony Soprano's dad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, misused him? I don't know if they misused him. Maybe didn't use him enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, same thing with the guy that played Junior. He's been in a ton of stuff. He mm-hmm. played... Uh, he was the bad guy in Ant-Man. Right. He, he's been in tons of shit. Mm-hmm. But he's a good actor. And he did an okay job. Like I said, it, it it just really like I said, if if you love The Sopranos, it's you're gonna like it just because it's something cool, right? You know, but also kind of feel like it was mismarketed a little bit because they make it seem like it's more about his son or like him as a kid, and it's not like he's just kind of like a background character. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that is very mismarketed because that's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, it's I was like, like oh, like this him is about him into the life of crime. Like he doesn't really do anything that bad. Like, it's just little stories from the show that, like, kind of gives you, like, oh, well, that's what that looked like when they're saying, oh, you did this or you did that. You know, you don't really see Tony do anything crazy in the movie. I see. That kind of, like, takes it down a little for me wanting to see it. Yeah, if anything, that's the shitty part about it for me. That's what I got mad about and why I've always had beef with this fucking guy, David Chase, that made The Sopranos. All you care about is you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like all you give ever given a fuck about is the money because that you don't end a show like that the way you did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you waited until the man died. So now you can't give it justice. And then I got what you didn't need the money. So you made this for what? What to honor him? <laughs> Let his son play him mm-hmm. as a kid and then don't even make the fucking movie about him. Like, right. I, I don't know. Like it, Little things piss me off about it. Like, yeah, it's kind of a little insulting, but I'll have to check it maybe out. Maybe there'll be another one, but I don't think this one's doing very well financially, mm-hmm. so it probably won't happen. Probably not. But... And then, like I said, like people that were still bitter about how The Sopranos ended, you're not going to like 
Like you, <laughs> you don't feel like anything got answered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It you know doesn't I mean? like, like add anything. <laughs> exactly. I haven't watched the Breaking Bad movie because of that, because they said that if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, you hate the movie because all it really did was tie up how Jesse felt. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't get anybody else's closure, really. You know, Walter's still dead. You know, like that show was perfect the way it ended. And then like they just felt like going another route because they're like, oh, well, this is kind of like what you loved. It's the same franchise, but we just kind of made it less good. Right, right, right. Well, that's why I liked where they went with the Better Call Saul. It was just kind of like a spinoff of the show. Like, I see, I, I, I couldn't get into that either. Though. I heard it was pretty good. I, I got into it a little past bit. The first season, but like we talked about that too. Like, if, <laughs> if I got to get through a fucking season of something before I enjoy it, like, well, why am I watching this? Because it, it, this stuff follows us better. Kind of like Game of Thrones. Mm. <laughs> I heard a lot of people got disappointed with that shit too. Yeah. HBO has a kind of, we'll knock it out of the park until it matters. And yeah. then we kind of drop the ball, literally. Yep. I, every show that I've watched so far is like that from HBO. I ain't gonna lie. The only one I've seen from HBO that I kind of enjoyed, the like, I thought the endings were suited for it, was Entourage, which they made a movie that they didn't even need. Same thing with Sex in the City. Like, that ended good. But they went back for more money, so they made two fucking movies out of that. Yeah. Boardwalk Empire ended fairly. Like, I felt good. I need to sit down and watch that. But I gotta finish The Boys. We're on season two. It's amazing. <laughs> I hope they don't stop making that show. Like they have like so many comics to go from a source material. So oh, this, really? this kid have like eight seasons. Oh, wow. If they wanted it. As long as the writing stays up to par like it is. Cause I think it's great. Well, I think that's why it takes a little bit because uh, they only do it like once a year. Mm-hmm. So they take their time when they make it and yeah. it looks fantastic. Yeah. It looks right. fantastic. The writing's great. I really, I really enjoy it so far. Uh, you said you watched venom versus carnage oh, also i loved it you loved it yeah i'm not gonna give any spoilers i loved it personally um you're not gonna be happy but <laughs> i will tell you this and i may get a lot of flack for it folks but i'm gonna be honest with you man tom hardy was the one that kind of didn't bring his a game on this one if you ask me oh yeah it's like he's struggling to keep that american accent in this one <laughs> oh yeah like, i don't know why but like yeah, I think his heart's not me into it because I was watching the first one and they cut so much of him out that I think him doing the second one, it was like a contractual oh, I'm obligation. Sure they got him for probably two more. And he's just like, I'm going to come, I'm going to show up, but you're not going to get my A game. Maybe because Woody killed it. Yeah, but Woody always brings his A game, no matter what. I've seen some shitty movies where but Woody he's is great killing in it. it. Yeah, he's great in that, it. Uh, that movie I was telling you about, Kate. He's in it for a small bit, and he kills those little parts. Small little parts. I didn't give a shit about those Hunger Game movies, but he was good in those. Yeah, same. I agree. Um, Now, Woody is phenomenal. Uh, He's top ten actor for me. Yes, but uh, it was cool, man. It was kind of like you could tell he dug back in for natural born killers on this one. Nice. So you kind of get a little bit of that shining through, and it was fun. Like if you don't. If you don't go full comic book nerd, which you don't have that problem because you don't read this shit like I do. But yeah. the only people that I felt like were going to have a lot of problems were people that were like diehard comic book fans mm. or just want to see a rated R comic book movie. And if you're going to take a swing for a rated R, this was the one you do it. Yeah, but it's PG-13. I know. And maybe we get an uncut version. But I, I was feel waiting like- for that for Venom and we never got it. I feel like they pushed that PG-13 as hard as they could without just straight up blood and guts. Like, mm-hmm. 
it was good. You yeah. know what I mean? My son was able to go see it, and I get that. That's why they do that. Right. Because It is he, cool that you get to take your son to see stuff like that. Right, and he's been pretending that he's had an alien symbiote in him ever since. <laughs> I came around the corner of the other, he said, oh, no, dad. Like, he was Venom. Like, it was hilarious. Like, <laughs> And, well, that's uh, cute. At least you had that from it. Right. And if that had been a, a hard R, you know what I mean? Like, he obviously wouldn't have been able to. Well, I mean, he could have seen it, but I would have scarred him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because Venom, if you read the comics, is a terrible character. Like, he does some horrible things in the comics. I like, watched Guyver when I was, like, 10. Like That's, like, a gross kind of thing, though. This is more of, like, a shit that'll give you nightmares. I don't think so. I think it'd be fine. Uh, uh, Demon Knight, I watched that when I was, like, around that same age maybe i guess it depends on the kid honestly yeah. but like i don't know man I mean, comics it, i've watched him eat grandmothers and shit like yeah i'm not gonna yeah. tell you how to raise your kid and what he should or shouldn't watch right. so that's not my place but i i get that that's why they went that route because they want kids to still be able to cash in on it but i think that it shouldn't just have to be Zack snyder directing a comic book movie to get an r rating because mm-hmm. i think it could prove it could still make money look at deadpool logan. look at logan Logan is one of my favorite comic book movies. It's my in my top three, and it is fantastic. And it's the Wolverine movie we all wanted to see. Right. See those claws cut dudes' heads off and <laughs> go through people's jaws. And, I'm glad he was finally able to do it before he retired from oh Wolverine. Man, like, if we wouldn't have got that, nobody in the world would have been happy with, with what Hugh Jackman got to do. Yep. Even Hugh Jackman said it. He was like, man, this is the one I wanted. Mm-hmm. He goes, that's why I was able to, 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 to make my peace and hang it up. Yeah. He goes, because I got Ryan Reynolds calling me every fucking day trying to get me to pop up in one of these fucking Deadpool movies. And I'm just like, no, I'm good, bro. Yeah. I do musicals now. I'm I was good. watching their uh, their internet beef, quote unquote. Yeah, they it love each other. hilarious. Yeah, they love each other. That's I the, know. And that's the thing about it, though, because that drives you crazy as a Deadpool fan or a Wolverine fan. That way, You know whatever movie they were in together would be a hit. Like, the charm, the bromance. Well, it's kind of like... Uh, the Rock and uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin yeah. Hart, like they have so much chemistry that it's hard to not be happy when they're on screen together. Exactly, and it's like they both know they're making sixty million plus, like so they're in a good mood. And yeah, like, it shines through in their movies, you know? right? Because I gotta lie, if you didn't name the Jumanji uh, sequels Jumanji, they're still good movies. They're still gonna make the money, but I just didn't feel like you had to. You had to do that to Robin Williams. I think so too. Like let him. You did be not in. have to call it Jumanji. You, you could have called said, it the like Rock and Kevin Hart go to the jungle. Exactly. And it would have made a hundred million dollars just regardless. Like did. Yep. Yep. But I mean, it is what it is. That's how they make their money, though. It's just franchises. So. Oh well. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it don't, though. Because I feel like a lot of people are going to love this new Ghostbusters. I heard good things. The actual Ghostbusters, that chick one. But not being sexist at all, but the, the the remake. If a movie sucks, it doesn't matter who's in it. It sucks, it sucks. No matter if it was all women or all men. Well, the guy that directed it, he just said that, like, he was like, it just needed a breath of fresh air. Like, bro, it wasn't broke. Neither of the Ghostbusters movies did bad financially, commercially, fan, fan-wise. Like, some people don't like two as much as one. Yeah. But they still love it. Right. And it's got a cast of comedy icons, you know? And I get what they were doing. They're like, we're going to do the same thing, but with women. It's going to be just as great. Well, it wasn't because it wasn't written as well. Exactly. It just felt like you were, I don't know, man. It just kind of felt like they were just stealing it. Yeah. But I heard the new one's pretty good. I heard good things. I can't wait, dude. I'm definitely going to see that day one. Or day one. For sure. Yeah. 
I'm excited for it. Me and, me and the son will definitely go see that one. Oh, yeah. You'll have to let me know because apparently I can't watch anything. I watched um, Reanimator because I bought the Arrow release and mm-hmm. I wanted to check it out. And it made me realize I'm not a huge fan of body horror. Right. I just I don't think it's my like it's cool if you're into it. More power to you. It just doesn't do anything for me. Well, like shit popping out of them. And well, like it's practical like... effects of like gore. Right. You know, it just like I watch Reanimator. It's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. People getting the shit stabbed out of them and stuff. Yeah. Like decapitations and body horror. It just, it just doesn't do anything for me. It's not my cup of tea. I'd rather watch these art house movies <laughs> that speak to your soul, but it, everyone has their taste. Like you said, if it's done right, it could be cool. It can be like Guyver. I really enjoyed that. All the graphic or the, uh, the art. Well, especially for like what they did for the time it was mm-hmm. like now that shit ain't nothing to write home about, but like in 1990, you know, that was a big deal. Oh, I, like I said, me and the wife watched Predator. He looks so good. Mm-hmm. 1980 what? Mm-hmm. He looks amazing. Even like today's 87, standards. 87, Today's standards, I feel like I could rub his face and get cut on one of his, like, snarling whatever's coming out of his face. That CGI shit existed back then. shit looks so good. It was probably hell for the poor guy wearing that fucking thing. Oh, 100%. You know that shit had to be a thousand degrees in that fucking Yeah, mask. and he has to have this, like, electronic thing on his face so he can open up to talk. Yeah, it probably was, like, wearing a fucking sweater on your face mm-hmm. for hours at a time. That shit was so good, though. We got five minutes before I pass out, guys. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Uh, I want to say it was either Lost Boys or the He-Man movie, one or the other, that the paint that the bad guy had to wear was toxic and like they had to get it off his face as soon as fucking possible because like he was literally choking on the breathing, the shit while he was doing his lines. I think it was he man, the guy that played Skeletor maybe, but I do know the lady in the James Bond where she was painted in gold. She died from that, from that her body couldn't breathe. Her body suffocated from the paint. Oh, wow. She died from that, so. Damn, that's a good Sean Connery one, too. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy fact. You know, I've never really seen... Any um, of the James Bonds? Any of the James Bonds. They're I know cool. there was a new one that just came out, and I'm just like... I love Daniel Craig. He's He's been a, a breath of fresh air for it, because that's what I've heard. Pierce Brosnan, he did a couple good ones, but... Well, I heard Casino Royale is, like, one of the best ones ever. I love that one, and I love uh, Skyfall. I think they're both badass. Mm-hmm. Um, Spectre was okay. And uh, Quantum of Solace is okay. But yeah, Casino Royale, that was his first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was the first time we saw Bond since Pierce Brosnan. And like I said, the last two Pierce Brosnan did were shit. Like nobody cared about. Yeah, the Sean Connery ones, I haven't seen those. See, I, I'm I, I'm kind of like, I love a Bond and hate a Bond. Because I love Connery as Bond, but I can't stand Roger Moore. Mm-hmm. Like watching Roger Moore play Bond. And uh like I said, I'm not a huge Pierce Brosnan fan, but I love Daniel Craig. So, yeah. and then they had like one guy in between that did like one, but I don't even count him. <laughs> he doesn't count. Yeah, George Lazenby doesn't count. And then you got Dalton Moore or whatever his name is. I don't count him either. Wow, there's so many. Well, like I said, uh, there's really in everybody's mind now. There's four, but there was only three Bonds. Oh, okay. You had Connery, Moore, and Brosnan, mm-hmm. and now you got Craig. But before it was three. Yeah. Who was your favorite out of the three? 
And Shaw Carter was just so fucking smooth. And the fact that he was Scottish and not British, I think that's what drew a lot of people in. Like, they think of, when they think James Bond, they think, like, England. But you really think of Scotland. <laughs> Hello, pushy. <laughs> I've seen more, like, spinoffs of James Bond than anything else. Yeah. Like, Transporter, that's basically just a Bond ripoff. A lot of them are, honestly. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Anything with a secret agent, you can really make a reference back right. to it. Just don't think it's my thing. Like I said, it, it, they're cool. Some of them are cool. Like, some of them have cool stories or, like, good bad guys. Yeah. And, like, they do some cool shit with the gadgets and stuff. But stick like, with Austin Powers. It's cool. That is, like, a funny version of it. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. For sure. Like Mike me. Myers, man. Loved me some Austin Powers. I love Mike Myers in general, man. He's given us so much gold over the years between Austin Powers and the Wayne's World. Wayne's World, World I was going to say. I was gonna say Wayne's, Wayne's World, World is, is the best. so good. Both uh, of them. And then um, the Shrek. I love Shrek. Like, mm-hmm. I've always loved Shrek. I always love Shrek. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the guy's, the guy's done gold. And he's done some flops, too. But I, Yeah, I just, we don't talk about the Mike love Myers. Guru. No, nobody does. <laughs> nobody should. Well, I don't have much more, so uh, yeah. next time. Yeah, next week, man, we're, we're going to do another scare movie. Black Coat's Daughter. Until then. See y'all.